Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. It's our bonus episode. Hi, oh, Tanya. This, oh, there's Mark. This makes me very <laughs> happy. Um, everyone zoomed in. Where's Easton now? Uh, I wasn't sent the invite. This feels very much like high school for me. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. Harsh. I don't know. We've Easton, made are you on Slack? to make this sound better. So hopefully this sounds better today. Uh, and here's my thing. I feel as though I am a much better uh, podcaster. I'm a much better steward um, when I can see the people that I'm talking to. So this Zoom situation is really going to be a game changer for me, I believe. 
Yes, we have discussed that Tanya needs human interaction, so she needs, at the very least, to be able to be face-to-face with those she is communicating with. I don't think I could do it without it, truly. (laughs) Mark, could you do it without it, or do you need the face-to-face? No, I think I could do it without it. And by the way, just so people understand what's happening here, so we're connected to Easton via Skype. Becca and Tanya and I are connected via Zoom so we can see each other. The Skype is for the audio. The Zoom is for the video. And then we're also rolling on GarageBand on our computers to get the clean audio that Easton will then stack on top of each other so it sounds like we're all in the same room together. Is that accurate, Easton? That is the uh, Rube Goldberg device we are building today. (laughs) Because it's like, look, we know that these don't sound the greatest, um, but we're trying our best because this trying. is the foreseeable future. So I think each podcast we're going to try and try until we get it right, baby. I mean, that's that's all we can do is put in the effort. And I mean, for what Easton's having to do, it sounds like he's really putting forth the effort to make this the best that it can be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to just trying to bring the world some some podcasts. That's all. Easton, I sent you the ID and the. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh my God, the gang's all here. Oh, it just Why makes such I a see difference. Anybody? I can only see Tanya. Um, you have to hit gallery up on the oh. right hand side. Oh, I do. If you're listening at home and you're using Zoom, you should hit gallery in the upper right hand side, and then you can see everybody. I- I've become such a Zoom yeah. connoisseur. You're not that. I thought you'd be a little more of a connoisseur because I was asking you questions and you didn't really know how to do it all. So, well, to be fair, I've never I've never initiated a meeting. I've only joined in on meetings. Um, But now I'm. Oh, uh, so this is your first host chat. Correct. You're the no. You hosted our double date night too. I know, but I think I was so wasted when I did that. I don't even remember how I did it. Yeah, I called, Tanya called me that day at like, it was probably like two in the afternoon and she's like, yeah, I think Red Star is going to come over and we're just probably going to drink, start drinking now. I was like, wow, who are you? I know, we literally started, I had a rough, I had a rough day that day and so, um, yeah, he got over here at like 2.30 and I think we started drinking at three and then our double date wasn't until seven, so you can imagine how Aussie I was by the time our date started yeah and you're like a well I don't know maybe things have changed but you used to be like a one-hit wonder where you were like one and done I'm still the same we made margaritas for the double date and I didn't even touch my margarita because I was so like hammered from the sangria um, I, I feel like this bonus episode, we should be like, this should be like for the emails and just silly, like fun stuff and keep it light and, you know, a little bonus app joy. Happy to keep it light. Um, I would also like to, to say that, um, we do need to give another name on this podcast on our double date. It was, it was requested. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Requested that my significant other has a name and Red Star and my significant other came up with the nickname. And Tanya, I guess. 95. You can announce it. 95. 95. I thought it was going to be 
95%. Was it just 95? Oh, 95. Oh, we could do 95%. Oh, I just thought for brevity, we could do just 95, but I'm down with 95% oh, or 95P. Okay. <laughs> I love 95P. 95P? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just what was the point just so we can talk about my relationship too? Yeah. Yeah. And y'all just liked like laughing and doing the 95%. Because you know that makes me <laughs> panic. <laughs> we can change the name. We just thought that that was like a cute one, you know? I like a 95P. Yeah, it's, it's cute. good. Anyway, so there we go. Well, There's Ryan Starr met another member of our family. He met Ryan Seacrest, although they've yet to speak a word to each other. They have seen each other now. Oh, he didn't talk? I saw that. Yeah, no, he didn't talk because I just, I can't have his, like, I'm, and that's the thing. I got so many DMs from people being like, what? Like, you're not going to show him to us. Da, da, da. And I'm like, this is just for the time being. I'm not going to hide him for eternity. This is just for the time being. There is a reason for it. And I will explain all that in due time. Um, but just for now, I'm keeping everything a little sonsy. But he is like around I and we're quarantined. kind of fun. What that he's just like a big like in the video Sierra put like a yeah. emoji over his head so it looks like marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. It's like kind of fun for like for when the time comes that he's revealed. Like the lead up the build up is exciting. Um, okay, so by the by the way, I thought it would be cool if he did speak on the radio and just disguised his voice. That's funny to me, him going, Hello Ryan, how's it going? Or Hey Ryan, what's going on? That could have been very funny, but Tanya was not into that idea. He's not an actor. So, like, he oh, said... People he, can do voices. You don't have to be an actor to do a voice. No, you can't. Oh, You've yeah. heard us try, and we sound like... You do Gypsy Rose. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, it sounds it just like us. It's just, it's just do a high pitch. That's all you got to do. No one will be able to tell what that is. He don't you have, have, like, a, like a sound on. person? Well, he did say, yes. he's like, I would totally talk if somebody could, like... Do something to my dogs. Like someone yeah. witness protection or something? Yeah. We could do that after the fact. We could do that in post-production. On live radio, that's, I mean, that's not impossible, but it's hard. He should speak he through a text-to-speech like Marshmallow does. Oh, my God. There he is. Wait. Oh, he is calling? Are you going to answer? Should I? Sure. Okay. We could disguise his voice on a on podcast. Speaker? Put him on speaker. Oh, we're just doing a podcast and we're talking about you, so I got to go. <laughs> Well, Tanya, thanks for talking about me. They want me to put on speaker, but I'm trying to protect your voice. Put him on speaker. <laughs> By the way, we did give 95P um, a nickname, so. Just happened. He says, yeah, 95P, I love that. Okay, I'll call you after. <laughs> bye. Love you. Love you, bye. We haven't said that yet. I love you. I love you, Tanya. Do you feel that, though? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's, Whoa, okay, that's so we a, have to talk about this too. Whoa. This this that by the way a... People will say to me sometimes, they will say, Why is Tanya such a great radio personality? And I have the best answer now. Tanya announced on the radio on KISS FM in Los Angeles, really arguably the biggest radio station in America, that she's in love with her boyfriend. She has not told him that yet. And that is fantastic. You and that is why she deserves radio? every reward. That is 
so good. Oh, I just couldn't. This God. is the problem is we were talking about it and it just slipped I'm out. Sweating, I said, thinking about that happening. I to was me. sweating. Th- I, it like slipped out. And then Ryan, like, <laughs> he was like, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, oh, shoot. And then Sisney goes, Have you said Ryan this to him? Like, he was going to commercials. Like, it was over. We were done talking. And Tanya's like, You guys, I'm falling. He's like, Oh, excuse me. Oh, suddenly we have more time. <laughs> Wait, was was he still in the house with you? No, he wasn't here, thank the Lord. And I don't think he heard it because I feel like I would have gotten a phone call. So we're in the clear. <laughs> and I also told him he has oh, to stop listening. Wait, I also told him he has to stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> that nothing would make me listen to a podcast more than someone telling me to not listen to the podcast. <laughs> Like, I know. Well, yeah, when does ahead. she tell him? The question now is when does she tell him? The cat is when, way out of the bag. Whenever she wants. The door's <laughs> wide open. I, I disagree. I disagree. I say she waits now. She gives it, assuming the cat is out of the bag, because I feel like it's going to get to him somehow. I think she gives it a week or something to give him the opportunity to say it to her first, because that would be the better scenario. It's not so much, it's like, I feel like right now it's just such a weird time. Like, I don't feel like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's just like a lot going on. A lot of people have things like on their minds. It's just like not the best time. But people are getting engaged, yeah. like Ben Higgins. People are yeah, getting married. I was gonna say, Life goes on. Ben Hi- yeah. And people are looking for good news. <laughs> that true. is good news. That is, that's something nice to hear. <laughs> But I also haven't like said it to somebody in literally almost a decade. So it feels very um, girthy. So I just, I don't know. It might take me a minute. I don't know if I can like verbally, I don't know if I can like physically get it out of my mouth. Well, I don't hate the idea of like, like Mark said, giving him a chance to say it first. But I also don't think it's a problem if you say it first. However, I do feel like with certain things in y'all's relationship, it might be important for you to hear it from him first. That is the bingo, bingo, bongo. (laughs) I agree. The bingo, bongo. Yeah, I think it's also very apparent that like I'm very much in it and um, I think he knows that. And so I think that's just, I think I need to know that he's in it as much as I am. Before I'm like fully comfortable to say that. Does that make sense? I love you. <laughs> what? You're just like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Like it's, it's there. It's, it's definitely there. It's in my heart. It just has, it's just not, not I, uh, I'm having a tough time getting it out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, so that's happy exciting. Thursday. <laughs> That is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 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 But it is scary, you guys. Like, I haven't felt, I haven't said this to somebody literally in seven years. That's a long ass time. I know. I know. For me, too, I remember, I had actually never said it. So it was like really a lot. But. Um, Wait, I actually you, said until, it. Until 95P, you never said it? 95P? Yeah, that was like my whole, that was like my whole story and everything. Wow. 
You did um, not mention that on the yeah. podcast. I would just like to say that's awesome. That's really great. Oh, really? No, never. I knew that. I knew that because I'm your best friend. But I know you never said it on here, so that's why Mark was like, "Oh, I didn't." Know. I think I've said. Yeah. I think I had said like I had never been in love before. I mean, I feel like for sure I've said that. Anyways, yeah. When Maybe, I when, but when I, I also first feel like it. sometimes you say that in early relationships, and then later on you figure out, oh wait a second, this is love, and what was before when I was saying love wasn't really love. Right. Yeah, I never said it before. And um wow. so but I remember it was like I had this moment of not wanting to say it and then freak out about it, you know? So I get that. Right. So but like who said it first? You or N five P? N five P. Okay, Easton, who said it first? You or Allison? And then uh I think we we kind of said at the same time, and ours was very like we were on the phone, and um, it was just like, "All right, good night, I love you," and she said, "Love you." I think I think I said it first, and then it was like three days later, and we're like, "Wait, did we just say that?" <laughs> um, very casual, but I think it was me. Um, I will. I have to say that there was some dispute over this, so my memory may not be accurate of this, but my memory of this is that we were in my apartment in uh, Milwaukee in Wauwatosa. Uh, sitting on the floor of the bedroom for whatever reason. And I knew that she wanted to say it and she was concerned whether or not I would say it back. But I knew I was definitely going to say it back. So I kind of coaxed her into saying it so I could then say it back again right away. That's my recollection. Hers is different, but that's how I remember it. How does she remember it? Uh, She thinks that I said it first. And she might be right. I don't maybe... I'm a planner, so maybe my version is how I planned on it happening, and that's not actually how it happened. I'm not sure. We'll never know. Right, right, right. But yeah. She remembers, she remembers the setting correctly, sitting on the floor of my bedroom in Wauwatosa. Um, N5P said it, and then I said it back, and then I freaked out because I was like, did I just say it back to to make things less awkward? So then right, I like called. Like you weren't sure. Yeah, so then I called and I took it back. Because <laughs> I was <laughs> it back. I was just like, I don't know if I'm there yet, and it's the first time I've ever said it or felt this way, so I don't want to like rush into it. And then I said it like a week later. Hmm. So and that it meant a lot more because you really thought about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Take it back. That's, that's the most Becca thing I've ever heard. That's what I was just thinking. That's such a great guys, Becca versus Tanya contrast. As oh, I was you. on the phone taking it back, I was like, "Why am I like this? <laughs> Why is it plaguing me that I need to take it back instead of just like letting it go?" But you're right. I do think it's that shows that it was more intentional and there was like more thought and that you really, really like did soul searching and they were like, "No, this is it. This is this is really how I feel." Right, yeah. So it was good at the end of the... But I do remember having the thought as I was being like, I don't know, thinking, why am I... Will I always be this way? (laughs) Like, overthink everything? Probably. Probably. (laughs) Will I always be this way? Like, Lord help me. Tanya came over and... uh, she needed a tennis racket for the weekend, and so she wanted to borrow one of mine. So we did an exchange yesterday, 
where I laid it on the sidewalk and I backed up <laughs> and then she went and picked it up. So we got to see each other, wave to each that other. Sucked so bad. I wish maybe we could figure something out because we do live so close together where like you could bring out a la- lawn chair and sit on your front porch and Red Star and I could come by and um, bring one of my chairs and we could just like talk for a little bit. I'm not opposed to it. A front porch hang. Yeah, right? We're at the point of this um, lockdown that I feel like you can start to expand your isolation pod a little bit. And I don't know what a doctor would say about that, but we had a caller that we're going to try to get to next week on the morning show. They're doing a thing where one family, it's a couple with an only child, and then they have neighbors who are a couple with an only child, and they've decided to co-quarantine. So we're not, they're not leaving their apartments except to go to each other's apartments, you know? Right. Because mm-hmm. if, if neither of them leave, then they can't catch anything. So that's the idea. So, I mean, if you've both been quarantined for a long time, which you have, maybe it's starting to be okay. But then again, is one trip to the grocery store, does that throw it all out the window and you have to start the clock over again? Yeah, I think it does. And like I've been going to the I've been going to the grocery store, you know, like I have been going to the grocery and I try to go once a week ish. But um, yeah, I do think it throws it off. So it's like I don't think it's totally safe to co-pod or whatever. But if we're keeping a good girthy like eight, ten feet apart. Yeah, maybe we could. I mean, we could probably just I could walk in straight up the stairs. Don't touch anything. Get to the rooftop or you come over to my rooftop and we just sit the equal distance apart, but we're still in a, you know, private place, not out in the middle of the street. Can I get to your roof? I like through the like outside world. No, you can walk in. You can put your hands up like you're going into surgery, and you can walk up the stairs. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Like worth, it's worth some thought. I'll run it by I'll run I, it by Red Star and see his get, get his opinion. <laughs> I tried my nails are at like that breaking point, not literally breaking, but to the point where they're just gross and outgrown. And so I tried to file them down, but I did it with I'm now I did the first one with my dominant hand and now I don't know if I have the strength to do this one with my weak hand. Oh, you filed them down like how they actually do the gels and the... So, I filed the oh, neon I see, I off. See. I see, I see. Yeah. I got neon tips before I went to Hawaii thinking, oh, then I'll get them redone to my normal look. And here we are, still with neon tips. And here we'll be for quite some more time. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. There are, worse, there are worse problems, but that is my for current sure. situation. I also... I decided, so yesterday I like, I think I've been pretty vocal about the fact that I'm like struggling mentally through all this. Um, And yesterday I hit like a breaking point and I decided that I'm going to take back control. I'm taking back control over my life because I'm just letting everything like control me. I'm letting, like I'm available to everybody at all times of the day. And I'm realizing that I can't take that on anymore. Like I've just been that way for the last three weeks. If anybody needs anything, literally work like any anything i'm here i'm available can you facetime me can you do this can you get this meeting can you do this video can you i'm like yes 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 and so um i'm taking back control and i'm like creating a structure to my day so that i can make sure that i'm still getting in like even though i have a lot of tanya time making sure that i have like an hour that's just for me and that i'm not you know what i mean like it's really 
can't really explain it, but I'm going to create like a schedule um, and then take, take back control. A quarantine schedule. I mean, you know me, I need my routine. I am a creature of habit and I thrive on routine. So I've really tried hard to keep one and it's really challenging sometimes, but I've tried, but that's part of the problem is when people know you're home all the time, they try to get you on the phone all the time. We have meetings with the radio station all day, every day, and it's driving me crazy. So yeah, I see what you're saying, but also I got to have my same breakfast. I got to have my same lunch. I got to do it at the same time. I got to shower when I get up in the morning. I really try to keep it regimented or I might lose my mind. I'm going to start doing that. Come Monday, I'm going to like actually get up like I'm going to the studio. Like this is going to be my studio and I'm going to like actually treat it like I'm going into work and I'm going to... Yes, good pack my lunch the night before and like eat out of that bag and like real i'm serious are you gonna <laughs> turn on the lights in your living room and you're like good morning everybody yes <laughs> i literally i'm like i'm gonna pretend like i'm in the studio so i'm gonna walk down my stairs i'm gonna turn the lights on and say good morning everybody do the whole thing yeah i'm gonna do the whole thing like it's gonna be a whole new tanya come monday wow well, that's and good. This I think you, you need that. Before the show. Yeah, and I'm going to start jump roping to like keep my energy up in between things. Yeah, we could tell wow. Monday, Tuesday, you were starting to go down a dark path. It was pretty clear, I thought. <laughs> really? Yeah, the amount of texts I got that were like, I am losing my mind. All separate texts, different <laughs> words. <laughs> I was I feel like bad. It's like I don't want to complain because I know it's like I have at least I have a home and I'm healthy and like I and a job and a job that I can do from home. Like you know, like I am very very grateful and I and I and I don't want it to seem like I'm, you know, complaining. But I think um, there's something about the mental aspect of all of this that I thought I was a lot stronger than. Like I thought I, I was like, oh, this pff, I got this, and. Um, I realized I didn't got this. <laughs> this is going to go on so long that I think a lot of people are going to go through periods of that. Even if, if they're still doing fine now, everybody's going to go through so many emotions as this goes on. It's just, it's nothing any of us have ever dealt with before. And my wife was just talking about this this morning. We're so sad that our kids aren't going to get to do their graduations because one is leaving elementary school and one is leaving middle school. We're so sad. But as soon as we express that sadness, you feel the guilt of other people who are in much worse situations. So you feel bad mm-hmm. for feeling sad and knowing that it's worse. And it's all this just kind of these this pile of negative emotions you end up feeling. So I think it's okay that we can be sad without feeling guilty. But we can also be grateful and appreciative and fortunate and all that stuff and realize that it could be a lot worse and still be sad about our kids. Yeah, I think it's like perfectly fine to feel everything. And like go into like different moments of feeling each thing like having the moment of feeling like gratitude that you have a house and you have food and you're totally financially okay and then having a moment of being like I hate this and I'm bored and I want to see my friends and I miss my schedule I think it's okay to have both Mm -hmm. I think it's normal and healthy to have both Mm -hmm. yeah and I think it's also hard too because it's like you also want to help you know what I mean? Like we're all trying to figure out like how can we help each other? How can we come together without leaving our home? You know what I mean? So it's like, like you read all these beautiful stories of people like helping and doing things that they can. So I think it's just like being aware of all that, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm actually learning a lot of friends in my life that have compromised immune systems. I like I had no idea. And I was like, oh my gosh, like when I go to the grocery store, I'll text you if you need anything, like let me know, you know, like I had no idea. Yeah. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving, and you can be one of them. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. 
eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, are you on TikTok yet, Tony? I am not on TikTok. Are you on TikTok? Oh, yeah, I am on, TikTok. on it, but I'm. I like. I am really into just. I'm a lurker. I don't participate much. Oh my god, my kids are obsessed. It is so addictive. I literally lay in bed for hours, and then I, before I go to sleep, and then I'm like, "What time is it? What happened?" I went into this like deep dark hole and then next thing you know i'm just watching dance the same the same dance happen (laughs) over and over again with the same song it is so weird that like tiny everyone that like tiny little gap when you're scrolling instagram between the two posts tiktok's like okay forget that and then now it's just like it's a constant (laughs) stream i think that's the problem with it you don't know when one starts and one ends you're so right easton there's no break I do the opposite of you, Becca. I I've, I don't lurk on there because I, I don't really understand like how to browse on it yet. But I but I have I have been posting uh, a couple of vids here and there. If uh, oh, yeah. I check out my TikTok, <laughs> I ranked Oreos on there, stuff like that. <laughs> oh, we love. So you're not dancing. I did one dance video, yeah, but uh, but mostly it's other stuff. <laughs> um, Dean is really funny on his because he like tries to get Kaylin to do. Like, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Like brain teasers, kind of. Yeah, like is that um, how you describe it? Like, like puzzles for the brain. Yeah, but it is hilarious. Her reactions are so funny and genuine when she figures out like what the answer is. Um, but yeah, I've been doing a lot of TikTok and I've been working out. Been trying to cook more. It's just like the new me, you know? Nice. That's good. That We should use this time to better ourselves however we can. 
But also, like, I made the perfect grilled cheese yesterday. I still am thinking about it. The key, <laughs> the key is that people gave me tips because I had done a video where I toasted like a turkey melt, and people were, and I struggled spreading the butter on the bread and people were like you just need to use mayonnaise which I was like that sounds a little heavy so I tried that I didn't really like it that much then I tried melting the butter and putting the bread directly on the pan and that's the key to the golden bread crunch nice so yeah highly recommend that's all I have to offer today (laughs) Goodbye. I don't. The <laughs> last time I ate a grilled cheese sandwich was probably like 2010. Oh, wow, the best. Like, what a horrible life. <laughs> I, I started making grilled cheese sandwiches with the brown bread from the Cheesecake Factory, and it's a it's a game changer. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's really really good. <laughs> wow, Easton's living in year 3000. <laughs> um, wait a sec. Have y'all, I need to talk to Easton specifically about Fruity Pebbles. Okay. Mm. Because. Speaking of foods, Tanya won't eat. I don't think I've had cereal. I don't think I've had cereal in like maybe eighth grade. I can't picture eating cereal at all. It's my go-to Froyo topping. Fruity Pebbles? Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting factor. I may have done that at some point in the last 10 years. I may have done that as well. You are such a liar because you talk about how you ate like crap and you were like all over the place and ate whatever you wanted to in um, last weekend college and stuff. Oh, that's true. College was 10 years ago. Oh, you said eighth grade. (laughs) Well, cereal, I don't think I really brought into my college years, but in college I did eat a grilled cheese and I would kind of do all those things like we did Taco Bell and like all that stuff for sure. I just got back into cereal with, with the Fruity Pebbles. That's what got me back into cereal. Me too. I haven't had it in so long. And then I got it actually in Hawaii. We went to the store and I was like, oh, that sounds good. And ever since then, it's all I crave. But I, um, I'm trying to like limit myself because I could eat it for every meal. Becky and I have been trading selfies of ourselves eating uh, Fruity Pebbles back and forth. And Allison's <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to stop, man. Leave her alone. Leave that poor do woman alone. Do you eat it with regular milk? Just like regular milk? Just dairy? Um, I do almond milk. I do nice. uh, 2% milk. Oh, from wow. a cow. Old school. Yeah. Nice. Old what about school. Cocoa TBT. Pebbles? How do you guys feel about that? Because I'm pretty pleased with Cocoa Pebbles as well. <laughs> I have them at my house right I now. I love Cocoa Pebbles. I love cocoa pebbles. I love cocoa puffs. I love frosted flakes. Nice, good call. Yeah, is frosted flakes the tiger one? Yeah, they're great. Yeah, that's good. You I do. Like- you don't even know cereal from a pop culture standpoint. Like, how is how have you missed cereal in your life? Excuse me, I just said it. I just got it. Is that the one with the tiger? <laughs> just yeah, follow your nose. Like, is that the tiger? Like, of course <laughs> it's the tiger. They're great. Everyone knows that. Not what about the that. rabbit? Which one has the rabbit? Which cereal has the rabbit? Twix. Oh, <laughs> you're so Twix. close. <laughs> yeah, I got it right. Twix is a candy bar. Tricks. Oh, no. Tricks, tricks. <laughs> With the okay. berries, right? Good. With the berries? Yeah, silly tiny like, tricks are for kids. Like, yeah, like Captain Crunch adjacent. Right? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I the feel like that's insulting to Twix. Captain Crunch. 
Trix. I feel like Captain Crunch would not be flattered by the comparison to Trix because to me they're a different level. Trix is Trix is cute and cartoony, but really kind of garbage cereal. Wow. Uh, Captain Crunch is fantastic, and Crunchberries <laughs> is top of the line. Well, yeah, the ju- Mark ju- Mark Came likes the first. just berries. Oops, all oh, berries. Oops, all berries oops, is all one berries. of the finest cereals ever created. This is my favorite cereal title of all time. I love it. It makes it, me laugh every time. There is an accident at the factory, <laughs> and they accidentally started producing cereal that was only berries. And then they accidentally created a whole marketing campaign and designed a box. It was all a huge accident. It's so funny. Is that it's true? So <laughs> no, but that's the premise. Oh. And not a lot of cereal has a premise, and I respect it for that. How about Yeah, I like it too. Who's into Apple Jacks? I did like Apple Jacks Jacks in the day. Fine. Okay. All right. All right. I used to like to eat Apple Jacks dry. Wow. Just like, just like reach your palm into the box and just eat it. Just like pour a little bowl and snap them in there. Pop them in. Um, wait, Tanya, I just had a random question for you. What are you doing about your waxing or your lasering or waxing or what? You know what? Actually, Red Star asked me about that. And I was like, you guys, have you not (laughs) been listening? I started lasering. um, When did I start lasering? Maybe like seven or eight months ago? No, more than that. Let me check my Um, notes. Yeah, (laughs) I started lasering. So you actually, God bless you, you actually can't wax. Um, while you're doing laser hair removal. So I haven't waxed in like almost a, uh, around like September time. So I've been shaving. It's not my favorite, but it's what you got to do for the, for the cause. Is it, is it easier since you've been lasering though? No, I hate shaving my crotch. <laughs> I hate it. But you do it. You do it for the cause. I do it for the cause. We have to do our part. We all have to do our part because when you laser, eventually I will have no hair down there. So it will all work itself out. But in the meantime, shaving Susan is my name. Shaving Shaving Sharon. Shaving Sharon is my name. Great. We love it's all helpful to be doing your part. I know somebody actually asked me that. That's what you like to do. They were like, what do I do? I'm not going to get my wax. And I was like, I'll tell you what not to do is pluck your bikini line. Because that was actual That hell. is literal torture. That's almost like psychopathic torture. I know. That was, that was, that was a dark time. Wow. How long did that take you to do, if you don't mind me asking? Um, no, I don't mind at all, actually. Uh, I did it in about 30 minutes. And I can't remember why I did it. There was a reason. Just Some, like an experiment just, or? No, somebody was coming. Maybe it was Dr. Screen Time was coming to town. I don't remember. I was going on a date or something with Mr. D. And I like couldn't get into my waxer or something like that. So I just plucked my bikini line. I can't remember. There was a reason for it. There's. I would not do that for anyone. Wouldn't do, go through that for anyone. I know. I still don't understand. Why didn't you just shave? Because I hate shaving so much. So the tweezing was the better option. I thought it was at the time, but it was, it's definitely not. <laughs> For anybody listening, it is not the better alternative. 
<laughs> the way your brain works is so interesting to me. I know. Sometimes I wish. I could re- <laughs> sometimes I wish I could reprogram it, but alas, it is the no, way it no, is. no. It needs to stay how it is. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. 
they starved us, they beat us, they burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Um, can we do some emails? Because these are from last week and I wanted to do them, but we didn't have time. All right, here we go. This is from Anonymous. Uh, the title is Getting Back With Your Ex. So that's the, you can put yourself in that mind frame. My ex-boyfriend and I dated for about six months. He checked all the boxes and was someone I fell in love with quickly. Our relationship was everything I wanted it to be. Three days after the new year, I had an intuition to go through his phone, and I was heartbroken with what I found. He was at a wedding a month before and was drunk messaging a bridesmaid that he wanted to kiss her. I confronted him, and he says nothing happened between him and the girl. Well, that's not great, because apparently that was her decision. I was entirely upset and broke up with him in the heat of the moment. Fast forward two months. He reached out to me stating how sorry he was, how much he missed me, how much he still loves me. We have decided to try it out again but it's been hard for me to fully trust him now. Should I have even gotten back together with him? Have you ever gotten back together with someone who emotionally cheated on you or had bad intentions? Tanya, break it off. <laughs> Divorce. It's a I hard mean, no from Tanya. I just, yeah, it's a hard no for me. <laughs> I mean, if somebody's cheating, like, does a zebra change its spots? I don't know. Right, he didn't cheat, but he certainly was trying to. And probably would have had she not put up the stop sign. Yeah. Yeah. The girl definitely is the one who put a who didn't move forward, I would imagine. The bridesmaid. To me, I just think trust is like the biggest the biggest thing for me. And if you lose that, it's very hard for me to gain that back. Personally. I think that everyone handles things differently. And I think if you're someone who feels like this is your person and you're able to move forward from it and eventually get over the um, trust issues that you're, I mean, obviously, I mean, we don't know how long ago they've been or how long they've been back together. But if you're like continuously 
doubting him or not trusting him, what's the point of being in a relationship? Like, if you're that miserable and you don't have any trust or you're constantly wondering who he's texting or where he's going or who he's talking to, that sounds just like a horrible relationship to put yourself in. Agreed. However, I am going to pull out the card I pull out a lot, which is the guys are stupid card. He's clearly stupid, and he clearly regrets his stupid mistake. However... Whether or not you guys can make it work is up to the two of you. He can, he can earn it back. He can earn back the trust. Uh, it's just going to take time. But also, like Becca said, if you're miserable, if you're constantly looking over your shoulder and wondering, then this isn't for you. But if you think yeah. you can get past that as you guys grow together, because I don't know how old you are, but if you're both very young, I think this is something he could get past because guys do stupid things. I think this could be okay. I have a girlfriend who was married and she tried to like get past it. She found out that her husband had been cheating on her because he had a drinking problem. And so he was like kind of saying like it goes hand in hand. And so he, she stuck with him. He got sober and I think maybe like a year and a half into it, she was still just like, I can't like, this isn't, I'm constantly like stressed that you're cheating on me. So they divorced. She's happily married now having a baby. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think it's just different people, how they handle the situation. But I don't think getting back together with someone in a relationship, like you're not married, you don't have kids, you're not like trying to make it work for anyone but yourself. And if you're just like constantly miserable and questioning things, I don't think it's a relationship you should be in. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance and you actively learn to trust him and give him a chance, then do it. But like you kind of have to... Like, either choose to move forward and forgive him or break up with him. For sure. All right. Next one. From Sam. I live in a house with four roommates. There are five of us total. Out of the five, four of us are taking social distancing very seriously. The one roommate, who is not, is continuing to hang out with her different friends, seeing family, spending the night with her boyfriend, who is with her boyfriend, who is still working, with who knows who and where, and also has his own roommates. I feel so defeated. I have asked her nicely to take this seriously. She's asked me a few times why I I haven't been the same lately. Well, I told her because I can't sleep at night. I'm so worried about the world and because people aren't taking this seriously. It's been 10 days since our last conversation and it's made our home awkward. You could cut the tension with a knife. What do I do? Oh, I would be so frustrated with this. I would Mm -hmm. literally be so annoyed. What would you do, Tanya? Honestly, like, I don't know because you're kind of like you're kind of stuck, right? Like, and she didn't say if she lives. Does she live close to her family? Maybe she can go quarantine in her family's house. Says, that's an option. That's what. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe you ask if she can either quarantine with her boyfriend or or her family if she's gonna be going in and out because y'all are actually worried and it's it's very selfish of her to put y'all in that position. If everyone else in the house is taking it seriously and she's the only one, I think it's a very selfish move. I also, like, don't understand people that are just, like, playing it cool. Like, you know, it's like, just stay, do your part. Stay in. Like, yes, there are things that you have to do. Like, you need to go to the grocery store. You might need to go to the doctor. You might need to, you know what I mean? Like, but minimalize all the things and just do your part. No, and you have four yeah. people to hang out with. Like you're one of the luckier ones who has like yeah. a group. <laughs> I also I saw I saw this meme the other day, and I, I wish I had it. But 
maybe you've seen it, but it's just about how this, we should remember this moment as humanity's act of love toward each other, because it's a tremendous act of love that we're all doing this in order to protect each other. We're not doing this to keep from getting sick. We're doing this to stop spreading it so that our parents and grandparents and our friends' parents and grandparents don't get it. And that's the whole idea, which is a very loving act if you think about it. So the people that are Mm -hmm. ignoring it are choosing not to to love. They're choosing to just kind of ignore it all and put their head in the sand like it's not going on. So that sucks that it's your roommate. If I were you, I would never leave my bedroom. I'd go to, I would get home from work or wherever I'm going. I would wash my hands. I would go to the bedroom and I would stay there until I had to leave again because that's kind of your only option if you don't have the family or the boyfriend. That is so unfair though for the rest of the roommates. I would have a house meeting and I would say, hey, I want to be respectful towards you and what you need, but if you're going in and out and going to all these places, I think it's fair if maybe you go quarantine with your family or baby's <laughs> crying or with your friends or your boyfriend. Like she clearly has other places that she can go. So if she wants to be running around and doesn't want to do her part, then she should go stay with them. I don't think it's fair that four other people are locked into their rooms because of one person. True. That's a good point. It's a no for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like straight up no. Standard Kick them out. Tanya, have her arrested. <laughs> yeah. yeah, have her arrested. Call the, you know how like, there's that number that you can call that if like there's businesses that are still operating and you can like Los tell. Angeles, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 311 on your roommate. <laughs> yeah. Get her ass in jail. <laughs> yeah. No, I would just like, I would say, hey, I I feel really awkward. This situation's uncomfortable. Everyone's scared and concerned, but I just want to be upfront with you how we're feeling. And get your other roommates involved. Don't make it just like Mm one-on-one. That's a good idea. House meeting is a good idea. Yeah. Well, anything else? People have been asking for two episodes a week for a long time. Here we are. Took a global pandemic, but here we are. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but we did it we're here are we watching Grays tonight oh is it thursday it's thursday i've been so i was talked about it last week i've been so into Grays lately i think it's been on an upswing for sure ever since that horrendous family dinner episode it's been on an upswing okay i'll catch up i'll one. catch up she today and i'll bad. watch and i'll watch tonight's as well great thank you that's all right. we ask. And we'll be Otherwise, able to discuss on Monday. Yeah, we don't want to change the title of the podcast if we don't have to. I'm also going <laughs> to try to um, cut my boyfriend's hair this weekend. So. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Poor He, like, Red won't Star. let me. He, like, won't let well, me. So yeah, I took pictures. I took pictures of, like, the back. Because he just wants me to, like, trim it up. Like, just kind of, just, like. You know, I'm not going to cut like the length, just like around the head or whatever. And so I took pictures of it and I was like showing him where I was going to cut. And I was like, look, it's so easy. Just go right there. And he goes, oh, there's no way I'm in (laughs) hell. I'm letting you do that. And I was like, what if I watch YouTube videos or something and like learn how to do it? And he's like, maybe if you like take it seriously. So I'm going to try and show him. I'm going to YouTube some things and like show him that I'm actually going to take it seriously. Oh my gosh, please film that. Good idea. I mean, you can put a star over him or whatever, but... Yeah, the emoji. We need that. Yeah. For sure. Oh, wow. Well, um, 
I hope this episode gave you, you know, a midweek uh, break. Jolt. And a midweek jolt. And then we will see you just in a few days back on Monday. Yeah, and maybe you guys can email us in on, um, on um, like, saying I love you. Oh, wait, oh yeah, stories it? about yeah. saying I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're stories. That's good. Maybe we can get some funny ones. I don't know. I thought you wanted people yeah, to just email. stories. <laughs> Should people just email saying I love you? Yeah, will you please tell us you love us through email? I know. I was like, well, you could go on iTunes and give us a, you know, five stars, but that would help. That works. I wanted to thank the scrubbers. I posted in the Facebook group about my wife's, um, uh, the workouts she's been posting on YouTube. So a friend of hers said to her, hey, you used to be a group exercise teacher. Can you put something up? Because I need to, I'm really feeling out of it. So she did it and she sent it to some friends and she put it up on Facebook and YouTube. And she got a really good response from it. And I said to her, you know who would love this? The scrubbers would love this. So I posted it. It got like, you know, 2,000 likes or something. Like, it's very sweet. Everybody was very responsive. But she has, Aww. like, 170 subscribers now. And so she's, like, she's like feels pressure now that she's got, to make, she's got a real audience for these things. But it's really cool. It was really sweet how everybody kind of jumped on it and people are doing it and people are telling her how sore she's making them. And nothing makes my wife happier than knowing she's making people sore. Totally. Means it's working. Yeah, so thanks for that. And if you didn't see that post, it is just Amy Molnitsky on YouTube. You can subscribe and let her know uh, that she is uh, keeping you in shape because she loves that. I love that. I love that. I love our scrubbers. They they're always the show up. Yep, they're good people. They're the best. Um, we love you guys. Stay in, stay safe. And like Mark said, we're doing it for each other. So um, the staying in and everything, not the podcast but we are doing this for you <laughs> um we love you guys and we'll be back on monday yay thanks for doing the zoom i appreciate it love you guys presented by 21 seeds hey you know how we're always trying to keep our girls nights exciting with new cocktails uh yeah well here's something that's gonna flip the 21 script. seeds infused tequila wait you already know of course 21 seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit yeah so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail but did you know that 21 seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure so listen if you love tequila you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. 
Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 